everybody. Welcome to Rock and Roll Shinsu Chu, episode number 74. My name is Gabe Estel. I'm here with my co-host Jonathan Getz and Dennis Levi Leach, along with special guests. This is his third time on the show from Super 70 Sports, Ricky Cobb. Ricky, how the hell are you? I'm great, Gabe, man. It's a pleasure to be back with you guys doing the Rock and Roll Shinsu Chu thing. Thanks for coming back, Ricky. Yes, absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Every time I've been on here, I've had a blast, and I'm looking forward to doing it again tonight. Good deal. Well, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, in, in honor of, uh, of of Ricky's guest appearance, we're going to be talking about some stuff from the 70s, as well as we're going to be making our, M- our 2017 MLB predictions. Now, Ricky, since the last time you checked in with us, um, Super 70 Sports has uh, has a podcast now, right? You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, about a year ago, I launched uh, the Super 70 Sports podcast, and uh, we've had about 22 episodes in that time, so I'm averaging about about two a month, uh, which is uh, not as frequent as I would like it to be, but it's about as frequent as the circumstances of my life really allow for right now. But it's been it's been an absolute blast to be able to have some of the guests on that I've that I've had. I've had uh, Dale Murphy and. Uh, Ellis Valentine, Larry Parrish, uh, a number of former baseball players, and Dan Issel from uh, the the world of basketball, of course, Hall of Fame player. And yeah. I had Dale Hart Jr. on uh, last December, which was uh, you know it was really a thrill for me to be able to talk to him. So uh, it, you know it's it was a thrill to get it started. It's been a blast to do it for the last year, and I'm looking forward to trying to you know keep the pace up as we go through 2017. That's awesome, man. I got to ask with the Dale Jr. one, how did that come about? Was he just a fan of the Twitter feed or? Yeah, you know, Dale uh, uh, followed me uh, on Twitter some time ago and he would uh, comment on posts and he tagged me uh, in a post that he made one day. And so I was aware that he was a pretty big fan of uh, Super 70 Sports. And so um, I I direct messaged him one day and uh, he was he was immediately he was totally game for it. He said, yeah, he said, let's get after it. And yeah, I thought to myself, wow, you know, <laughs> you know, you never know. You got, you got to get the bat off your shoulder, right? And so, yeah, totally. Uh, by asking him, he was, you know, he was very happy to do it, and I was even happier to have him on. So uh, we actually talked about it last year. I'm, I'm hoping to get him back on uh, again. You now, at the end of the uh, uh, segment we did last year, he, he said to me, "We only started to scratch the surface, so cool. Uh, we need to do it again. So it would, it'd be great to have him back on. He's, a, he's a really good guy." Sweet. That's awesome, yeah. Nice. He seems like a cool cat. I know he's a big music fan as well, so uh, yeah, he seems seems like yeah. a good dude. Yeah, he's um, a great guy. No, no ego. You know, yeah. he's just just no ego. You would never know that. Uh, you know, he had the uh, um, amount of star power that he has. Sure. Uh, just, just by talking to him, just a very down to earth guy. Well, yeah. Speaking of Dale's, Dale Murphy. Uh, did you ask him like? What do you get paid for having your face plastered on all those Donruss boxes? <laughs> <laughs> that guy was everywhere for, for a couple of years, there, man. You, know, you came up with a better question uh, than I had the uh, presence of mind to come up with when I was talking to him. Uh, yeah, he was the face of Donruss there for a while, right? Yeah, he was for, everywhere. I want to say it was like 88, maybe, that he was yeah, yeah. Uh, right, on right. the box. But, yeah, I'm scoring well with, uh, with all the uh, high-profile Dales. Uh, from the nice. <laughs> reason, but speaking of nice guys, I mean, I uh, I have to tell you, Dale Murphy is as classy as they as they come. It's one of those things where 
that's his reputation. And we've all heard what a nice guy Dale Murphy is, what a, what a classy individual he is. And then you talk to him and you find out that it's all 100% true. So that was right really a thrill to, to be able to speak to him because growing up in the 1980s and watching the Braves every night, literally mm-hmm. <laughs> every night on a, a Superstation TBS, uh, you know, Dale Murphy was a larger than life figure to me in my childhood. So uh, that's one of the things that's been really neat about the podcast and, and doing the book is having the opportunity to speak to some of these guys that I would have never in a million years imagined that I would have had the opportunity to, to do that. Definitely. Awesome. Could you, could you tell us a little more about the book, Ricky? I remember, I think last time you were on the show, you were, you were, you were talking about it, but um, uh, yeah, just, just kind of give us a little bit of a recap of, of what's going on there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the The working title is Super 70s Baseball, so uh, who knows what the title will be. Uh, the, the main thing is to get it published. They can they can call it, uh, you know, the, the author is an asshole if they want to like <laughs> the publisher. But I hope, I hope you don't have to bleep me, Jonathan. Nope, but, nope. Uh, no. But... It, you, you know, it's uh, it's been a labor of love. I'm about 70 to 75 interviews in right now. I've awesome. lost count, but um, hoping to wrap up with the interview research portion of this by around the end of May, and then uh, over the summer, really start to piece together the narrative because it's going to be structured as an oral history. So it's going to be a it's going to be a matter of taking the relevant quotes and the funniest stories and the, the best pieces of inside information and uh, putting it together in a way that moves the book forward and, and, and reads well and makes sense. So, uh, but, but it's been a, it's been a great joy. I've had the opportunity to interview guys like Fergie Jenkins, Phil Necro, Burt Blylevin, um, a, a ton of all-stars. Dusty probably. Baker, right? Dusty Baker wow. as well. Steve, Steve Garvey, Wow. Uh, Vita Blue, J.R. Richard. I, I, I've been really, really fortunate to get a lot of good names and, and big names. Um, you know, even uh, even announcers. I, I was able to get Marty Brenneman, who I know sometimes nice. as Cubs fans, we don't necessarily <laughs> love all of Marty's opinions uh, about Chicago and the Cubs. But I talked to Keith Jackson, uh, who's oh, nice. 88 years old oh, now. Really? And, uh, wow. You know, another, another one of those guys from my childhood that, you want to talk about surreal. Uh, imagine being on the phone with Keith Jackson and hearing that voice on the other yeah, end no, of the phone okay. and thinking, I'm just a little kid from Horse nice. Cave, Kentucky inside, you know, so it's uh, amazing to me that I could have had uh, 30 seconds of his time, you know, much less 30 minutes. So it's been a great thrill, but, uh, but hopefully we can get the uh, book moving forward so that by sometime next year, um, you know, we'll at least be ready to, to get some kind of a deal with the publisher and hopefully go forward from there. Nice. Right on. Oh yeah, man. Well, that sounds great. And, and uh, yeah, we're, we're certainly all excited to read it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm sure everybody out there in chew nation will be as well. So uh, yeah, keep up the good work there, man. Thank really you. excited. And, and, and I want to remind everybody uh, you can follow Ricky on Twitter at super 70 sports. Uh, what do we got now, Ricky? Something like like eighty, uh, almost closing in on about seventy eight thousand followers. So, wow, lot of, yeah. wow man, congrats! Thank you, man. Uh, you know, that's I was at six hundred on New Year's Day of twenty fifteen. So, wow, <laughs> it's awesome. been pretty remarkable. And at the pace I'm going, I'm I'm hoping that by the time we get to the end of the summer, maybe maybe we'll hit six figures, which 
which I think is going to be the case. But at the same time, it just absolutely blows my mind because it's kind of hard to imagine that there are 10 people that are interested in what I have to say. So right. I talked to my, I talked to my children and you know, I, I'm pretty much batting zero with them, whatever. <laughs> but you know, let me get on Twitter and you know, send out a funny picture of Dave Parker and people love it. So, <laughs> so who, who, yeah, your, your daughter's just an audience that cares what I have to say. So your, your daughters uh, just haven't been impressed with your knowledge of Dave Henderson's mustache. Huh? No, not, 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 the only thing that gets, their attention is if I, you know, you know, if I uh, have a celebrity follower or something like that, they know right. who it is. For about five seconds, they perk up and say, "Oh, really? <laughs> that person's following you? I, yeah, that person's following me." And then it just goes back into business as usual, you know. It's got to be cool too. Like all those guys that I rely on for news, like uh, for baseball news, like John Morosi and. Ken Rosenthal, a lot of those guys follow you, man. So that's that's got to be cool too, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird. I'm I'm getting used to it a little yeah. bit because you know after a while you get used to it, but it's it's still kind of like this out of body experience for me. Uh, sure. You know, I can't I can't imagine, and I'm not saying that you know I've achieved some unbelievable degree of success or anything, <laughs> but but you know I'm a humble guy, and so to think that I would have uh, you know any of these people. Uh, following me is 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 pretty amazing to me. So uh, I'm I'm grateful, and you know I'm just enjoying every day of it. Well, it's it's, it's well deserved because it's a Absolutely. it's an endlessly entertaining uh, feed yeah, that you have right, going there. Right. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I almost appreciate that. Thank yeah, I'm, I'm I'm ready to, to if you don't mind, Ricky, and I'll, I'll I'll certainly cut you some of the royalties. I'm I'm ready to put the Gary Coleman in the Padres uniform on a with the tweet on a T-shirt if that's all right. So uh, yeah, man, yeah. Let's, do, let's do that. Let's work that Dude, out. I yeah, think I of that tweet at the most inappropriate times and just kind of like <laughs> laugh out loud in meetings and things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah, Gary Coleman. I, I get some mileage out of Gary Coleman. There, there are certain people from the 70s. There's one photo of Reggie Jackson uh, uh, lifting Gary Coleman up in the air with one hand, and it really looks like he's kind of got him by the sack. Yeah. <laughs> No, there's no, no other kind of way to put it. He's just got, got Gary Coleman, you know, in an interesting position there, and he's lifting him up in the air like a, like a toy, and uh, that's one that uh, people enjoyed. So, but, you know, how can you not, right? I mean, yeah. show me a picture of Gary Coleman being hoisted by his, by his balls, and, you know, any red-blooded American, I, I love that. So. Oh, everybody! Everybody, ask what was Willis talking about all those years? He was talking about he was talking about Super Seventy Sports people. All right, that's what he was talking about. All right, so, um, well, you guys, you know, on the seventies kick before we get into our predictions, um, Jonathan had had posed an interesting question, um, a fun one. If there was a if there's a player that's playing in 2017, an MLB player that you could sort of with a with a very I don't know Buck Rogers looking ray gun zap zap him and and kind of turn him into a 70s player, uh, I, I guess that would mean you know facial hair, uh, you know uh, mustache, you know uh, the, the old school coat. uniform. Old school uniform, yeah, right. Um, I like the sound of this. I like where you're going. (laughs) Right. Well, yeah, and we kind of posed this question right as we started. So if one of us wants to go first to give you a second to think about it more, as soon as Jonathan thought of this topic, instantly in my head popped Kyle Schwarber. 
Okay. <laughs> I want right. to see. I want to see him full on munsoned out with the big, <laughs> the big old mutton mustache chops. Yeah. The stirrups. Put him back behind the plate. Yeah, dude. I think Schwarber could totally get munsoned out easily. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like yeah. it. The, uh, the hair, hang, stringy hair. Hanging out the back of the helmet, you know. Yeah. I, think Schwarber, I think that I think uh, I think a good Fu Manchu might be worth about five homers a year. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I've got one, guys, and I don't really think you have to do much to him as long as, like, I don't know, he just doesn't. He skips a haircut and a shave or two. He kind of already looks like a better looking John Holmes. I'm gonna go with Hunter Pence. All right. So, <laughs> If you look at him, yeah, he's kind of like a little bit of a better-looking John Holmes, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, he's a '70s porn star, yeah. <laughs> right, right. So that's that's my pick. Well, no, that's a solid pick. You can't go wrong with uh, Hunter. Already Pence. got the stirrups rocking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And actually, I, I see him delivering the pizza right now. In the <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Linda Lovelace answer in the door. Anyway, all right, so. <laughs> I think Hunter might be down for this. That's right. <laughs> we should yeah. maybe contact. Let's cold call Hunter and, and see if he's down. <laughs> and, and Gabe, it's funny you mentioned the Giants because uh, I, I picked the Giants rotation. I want Madison Bumgarner, Jeff Samarja, <laughs> and Johnny Cueto all all hit with the 70s ray gun. All right. Uh, I like it. Because Bumgarner and Samarja kind of already you know have, have a bit of the mains going and just like you know put those – uh, give those mains the uh, the seventies like the seventies greenies. So, so, Cueto, does he go Afro or does he go Soul Glow? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. It's tough. It's a tough call. Cueto might really look good with that Soul Glow coming out of the back of the hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Load the ball up with that too. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool purpose. <laughs> Utility. And plus, he always likes to take off his hat too. So, he does. Um, so yeah. he would take that off, and it would still it would it would look pretty good. Um, yeah. You know, in, in between innings, walking walking back to the dugout. Yeah, absolutely, I like it. Cool. Nice. All right, well, so I got to give you mine, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I gave this a little thought, and uh, I, I got to go with Bartolo Colon. <laughs> nice. I want I want Bartolo Colon <laughs> with just some big nasty chops. They come down to about the you know, bottom of his jawline. Uh, you know, grow the hair out just a little bit more. Mainly, mainly, I want to see him have to stuff himself into one of those tighter uniforms. Because you know? right. everything was really form-fitting mm-hmm. in oh, yeah. the 70s. So I want him to wear something that showcases everything he's got. <laughs> I don't know if the world could handle that. But oh, I, and now, I, now he's on I, the brakes. Yeah, he would be in the baby blue Braves. Ooh, here. ooh, yeah, very slender. He's on, he's on yeah. Atlanta now. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. It's not flattering on a man of girth. No, <laughs> no it's not. It's not. I guess this is one of those things where I should be careful what I ask for, but I think I can handle it. <laughs> That's probably, good. Probably, That's fun. Now, now that Ortiz is out of the league, I, I nominate for Cologne for baseball's most lovable player right now. I just, I, I think he's got it. Uh, so, he's fat. I mean, he's my hero. Yeah, Come on. Right, let's, right. He's and the I, best. We've got to do some time. I, I don't know if anyone's ever posted an all-fat team, right? Like, you know, 
<laughs> it would be hard to find a shortstop, all right? But, That's true. Uh, <laughs> Given up defense up the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. The, the middle infielders are going to be tough. But uh, other than that, I think you could I think you could come you could uh, you could um, you could compose an all fat team. I think uh, you, you could get it. Done, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you got to yeah. be what, like uh, 250 or what? Uh, north of 250. <laughs> There's the, there's the crutch benchmark, <laughs> cruck benchmark. Everyone's got to reach, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be yes. above the cruck line. I, yeah, the cruck line. Ruth, right? We start with Ruth, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ruth's right. sitting yeah. clean so, up, I mean, so you're right, in good right shape. Right away, uh, yeah. you know, we've got, we got a solid foundation there. Mm-hmm. Former Cubs catcher Hector Villanueva behind the plate, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> David Wells. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Pretty easy to do. Uh, at least, uh, at least among outfielders, pitchers, catchers, first we base. We need they need more out of shape guys. I, I agree. I think that I that's something that we're losing here. The athletes yeah. are they're training a little too well, and yeah. uh, baseball used to have you know it's got a pretty proud tradition tradition of of fat guys and yeah. Now they're, you know, it's like looking for a needle in a haystack to find the fat guys compared <laughs> to when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, once Matt Stairs retired, it's been all downhill, really, you know. <laughs> I mean, because uh, you just got to drop that off-season regiment, you know. I mean, guys, baseball players now are just just machines, you know. I mean, they, yeah. they work out spring, all the time. Spring yeah. training used to be a month where you had a chance to play yourself into shape because you were drinking and smoking all off-season. <laughs> yeah, so, right. Now these guys train all season and they get oh, the yeah. spring training in shape. And that's oh, yeah. just, I don't well, know. Like, yeah. Arietta and Hendricks doing Pilates and like eating smoothies every day and stuff. And like Arietta said, one of his favorite things is, you know, the big, like, I don't know, the big exercise balls. He gets yeah. the big ones and from like a standstill, he jumps on top of them. And, like, stays balanced somehow. And he's like, yeah, it totally keeps me in shape. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Guys in the 70s. uh, Our our grandfathers didn't fight World War II for people to stand on ball. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Guys, I don't even know what country I'm living in anymore. Yeah. He's spinning in his grave, okay? Right now. He's, he's very slowly rolling over in his grave. Right. The only balls that Babe Ruth was playing with were on somebody's chin. Okay? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no. That's why he's an American hero, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah, oh. spring training first day used to consist of like a six pack of hams and a carton of Marlboros. Right, that's right. right. That's yeah. right. That's that's exactly right. You get to spring training and you wouldn't even stop smoking and drinking. You would just yeah. cut back. Yeah, that was the like, come down. Yeah. <laughs> it was the come right. down. Right. It's serious now. I'm I'm only smoking one pack a day. You know? Right. <laughs> now we got people doing Pilates. So go for it. <laughs> In December, no less. Yeah. Right. Disgusting. <laughs> Uh, so these guys need Keith Hernandez as like an off-season instructor, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, we've got your on-field instructors. I want your off-field instructors, and it's Keith Hernandez, right? Is one of That's them. What we we yeah. think we should pitch this to Funny or Die, actually. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I think he's vice president of that corporation. <laughs> 
Hey, hey, Daryl survived, right? Come on. Hey, that's right. <laughs> you made out of porcelain, you know, you'll right. live. Yeah. You, you might you might forfeit about 350 career home runs in the process, but so you'll have some stories to tell. You will. All right. yeah. <laughs> well, good deal. Well, on 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 the 70s note as well, uh, since this is a podcast partially about music, uh, if Lollapalooza were to happen in 1977, uh, who would be the headliners? So what we're going to do with this is we're going to go around we're going to go around the horn. Uh, twice, right? So each of us will get two picks, and that'll that'll form the Lollapalooza 1977. Does it take place like in Grant Park in Chicago? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay, so it's the same 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 location, just just reverse it 40 years. Okay, all right, I can handle that. Uh, Jonathan, why don't you start, man? Who 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 plays? Uh, who's who's your headliner? Uh, I think uh, you have to uh, you have to go with one of the big albums. Uh, of 1977, and uh, I think you know I, I had like eight different bands, but I could only pick two. Um, actually, I'm gonna, I'm going to go with a side stage first, and I'll go ahead and uh, put the Ramones out there on the side stage. Hmm. All right, all right. Not the direction I, I predicted, but right. okay. It's all a lot right. of Palooza, right. you know. You got to have a mix. Yeah, okay, I thought so totally Pablo Cruz, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our right. side stage. Okay. R- Ricky, what are you thinking, man? Who's you're 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 in charge of booking Lollapalooza '77? Who's who do you got, man? Uh, I mean, I, I'm going after Led Zeppelin. Just go big. Wow. Yeah, I hear you. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that like we, are, you know, are we are we limited by budget or anything? No, yet? no, God no. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going for Led, Led <laughs> it's Zeppelin. It's not a fantasy draft. <laughs> yeah, that would be my dream headliner for uh, Lollapalooza '77. Throw it down. Yeah. Yeah, at the, yeah, a good, 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 good call. Well, I'm trying to think, is that like Presence? Is that what came out around then? Presence came out in 76, so yeah. Cool. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, this is tough. Um, if I'm going like huge major star, I think I'm going to go at that time. I think I'm going to go Stevie Wonder. All right, I like it. Good move. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Songs I mean, in the Key I'm, of Life is yeah. huge in 77. Yeah, yeah. You would have gotten that album. You would have gotten what? Like Inner Visions. You got all the songs off of Talking, oh, yeah. Talking Book. Yeah, yeah that, that's like prime time Stevie Wonder years. Yeah, good deal. Um, gosh, on that note, well, um, I'm going to go with shit, man. I mean, I, I think they play better. They The show looks better indoors. But, I mean, most people who know me know what band I'm going to pick. I mean. I mean, who ruled the roosts in 76, 77? I'm going to go with Kiss. All right. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I got to do it. Yeah. So, okay. uh, so yeah, that's, 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 that's my pick. Nice. Uh, so then moving on to, we'll say that this is Sunday night. So this is the last night. Um, right. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to cheat here because I have a theme. It's Macca and the Mac. So Wings with Paul McCartney and Fleetwood Mac. Back to back, slowly segueing from one uh, band to the other. Uh, Rumors uh, was number one in '77 for like nine months out of the year. Yeah. Uh, so Mac cool. and the Mac. All right, there a lot of some flexibility in the rules here. All right, okay. It's, All right. I just made up this I'm fucking in. game today. I, that, that <laughs> I'm, I'm officially in now after Jonathan's picks and. I mean, you know, what, what would the tickets have gone for in 77? $12. $11.50, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you have to mortgage your entire future to go to this. So nope. That's kind of <laughs> Ain't no wristbands. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> uh, All right. Um, who's up? Uh, I think Ricky is. Ricky. Oh, I'm, so. um, well, you know, you're going back to 77, and when I think of 77, I, I think of the Bee Gees. All right, Ooh. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I could. I know that, you know, disco and all that, but... Uh, Maybe even a special appearance by Andy. He might come out and do a song with the brothers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Let's he was Andy shadow dancing. 77 too. Yeah. Andy, can, Andy can come out and, and do some coke and <laughs> sing, I just want to be your everything. Was that out yet? Maybe not, but That whatever. was his hit that year. I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, okay, so there you go. So, yeah, let's get all... Let's just bring all the, all the stinking gibbs out at once and... Uh, just lay it all on the table. <laughs> Literally laying it all, all the coke out on the table. There's a stage it all on the very transparent mirror that is a table. Right. There's a stage that's just a table of coke. Right. <laughs> well, man, it's tough. Uh, I mean, you could go like Eagles because Hotel California was huge that year. Uh, I don't know. Um, I think I'm gonna go. Like is like a sweetheart pick. I'm gonna go with Climax Blues Band. They have oh, one of their nice. biggest, one right. of their biggest hits wow. with the song called "Couldn't Get It Right." And yeah. I have it on 45, and I jam it all the time. I just love the production and the sound of it. And right. it's got a That's killer a saxophone song. solo. And yeah, that is a legit great song. That's a yeah. underrated. Yeah. That's an underrated song. I yeah, agree. it's very well produced and shit. So yeah, I jam that song all the time still. Nice. So there All we right. go. So is this me, the last pick, then? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. You got you to gotta close this sucker out. Close this bitch out. Uh, 1977, let's satisfy all the kids on lewds in the audience. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer with the full symphony. All right, let's just get let's just get weird, everybody. All right. So, yeah. Right on. Um, that, was, that was one of uh, 1977's biggest tours, and it was... It really kind of marked the end of ELP's popular run, you know, because the tour was like so bloated and over budget. But I don't know. It's just uh, I, it's cool to me. It's a cool part of history music history. Yeah. So. So, yeah, that's that's a good lineup, guys. I'd, I'd, I'd uh, I, those kids would get their money's worth in 77 for this. Nice work. Oh, yeah. So. Good time. All right. Yeah. Twelve dollar tickets. All right. Yes. Yes. I, I had thought about like you know like a country act that was big like Waylon you yeah, know mm-hmm. or somebody like mm-hmm. that but um, to diversify it a little bit yeah. right but if you, if you look at those those 70s lineups which were often very eclectic like you you'd see Bob Seger opening for like Black Sabbath and thing I'm not kidding yeah when no, I say yeah, those yeah. Uh, rarely did country and and pop or rock crossover though in bills you know what I mean yeah. like you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't see that you mm-hmm. know that I know I know we're all dreaming about that whole you know. Don Williams, uh, you know, uh, uh, Motorhead collaboration. But and Lou Reed. Yeah. Right, right. So, oh, Don Williams and Lou Reed, yes. But, uh, anyway. I believe in you. So, yeah, good stuff, guys. Well, well guys, nice. let's get to the heart of the matter now. Um, talking about ni- uh, 2017, let's fast forward here to the present tense. And... Uh, Go with our predictions. Now, uh, last year, Levi was the only person really to hit it out of the park with, um, I remember all of our picks, I think. Ricky chose the Mets, I believe, to win the World Series, uh, which was not a crazy pick. I think I did as well. I think I did as well. Uh, 
<laughs> Jesus Christ, three Mets, and then Levi had the Cubs. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, wow. Okay, we were we we Levi. You why don't you go first? Let's well, let's start I, with. I'll, I'll start it with the mantra of spring training. None of the games matter. Well, which so one are we starting with? You guys want to do NL or no? You want to do with the Cy Young? Uh, Cy Young. Uh, NL Cy oh, Young. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry. I put, I put that list in the uh, Google. Sorry. Link. Yeah. Yeah. NL Cy Young. I'm gonna do. And this is, you know, you're trying to base off this off of last year's performances, kind of. No, you need to see into the goddamn future, Levi. Well, <laughs> I, my magic eight ball broke. The fluid stayed in the carpet. It was awful. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Hendricks, man. I think he was pretty close to getting it last year, and pick. I think he's. I think he's got the nuts to get it done this year, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him, man. I got faith in him. That's a really good pick. Yeah, I, I he I fuck shit. I, I, he wasn't even on my radar, and I, I good good move. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, I'll go next. Uh, I'm gonna say Noah Syndergaard uh, for the right. NL Cy Young Award. I think it's I think he stays healthy, and then he'll get Tommy John like a year from now. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. Right. Knock wood, knock wood. I don't really mean. That. Yeah. I don't wish that. We wish no bad ill towards no. no, no, no. Yeah. Um, Ricky, who do you got, man? Who who's who, who do you see as the NL Cy Young this year? Well, you know, to me, every year it's Clayton Kershaw's award to lose. Right. Um, last year he was terrific, but he got injured, and uh, I think that that was really the his undoing. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, predict that Clayton Kershaw stays healthy this year and that Clayton Kershaw wins the Cy Young Award. It, always a safe pick. Uh, yeah, I, I last year I picked Grinky, and it looks like Grinky might kind of be not the Zach Grinky he used to be. Like he's having a hard time hitting 90 in spring training. Oh, wow. so, Zach Grinky has always messed around, though, in spring training. When, even when he, when he was with the Royals, he would – he would just he would be throwing shit up there just to try it, and he would have awful springs. Yeah, and it, it come gives pitchers the up. opportunity to experiment against live hitters, you know. So, um, uh, yeah, you know, maybe maybe don't read into it too much. But he didn't look good last year. Um, so, uh, you know, I I have to admit, I know it's kind of a generic pick, um, and it, it follows Ricky's, but um, I pick Kershaw as well. I, I the reason I say this as well is because I think he's going to win a lot of games. I look at the Dodgers lineup and it's projected that everybody like the Dodgers, like every single person in the lineup is projected to hit double digit home runs. Jeez. So, you know, wow. so I, it's hard to argue with that. So yeah. I, I think Kershaw's it's pencil him in for 27, 27 and four Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so, so it's a safe pick, I know, but um, yeah, no, I, he's he's a great pitcher. Yeah, That's what, yeah, you know. still the best, probably. You know, with all due respect to the Cubs staff, if I if oh, I had no, to yeah. if I had to pick a rotation, if I had to like you know, just given a blank check and you could pick anybody, I, I'd still take him. So, yeah. The only reason I didn't pick him is because I already kind of have a crush on him, and I didn't want to. <laughs> uh, I, I I didn't want to come on too strong. I'm trying to back off a little bit. Yeah, all right. dinner and a movie first. I like that Syndergaard right. pick. You know, he's yeah, he's he he's one of those guys that he could very much take the leap. And any given year, if his you know, and as Jonathan said, if if he stays healthy, 
um, he's a guy that could very easily put up uh, video game numbers. So yeah. uh, he's yeah. one to watch. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, you just hope that yeah he can he can keep throwing that that high hard stuff. But uh, it'll be interesting how he leads the rest of that rotation of that rotation can stay healthy because if they do look out yeah yeah uh what they mats will be coming back right or zach wheeler uh mats they're they're bringing them back slowly i think Uh um but uh yeah yeah it's uh um it's gonna be a a rotation to watch for sure it's kind of funny you know like two years ago everybody talked up harvey as being like the anchor and now you know, I, I think Degrom and Cindergard, and maybe maybe even if he if he if he comes back well, Mats, they all might be better than Harvey. You might, you know. So I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Harvey uh, kind of seems like a dick too. He's, he's a little me. awkward. He's awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> all right, well, okay. So AL Cy Young. Um, I'll, I'll start this one. Um, you know, the moment he leaves my team, I'm I'm sure he finally gets the Cy Young that he's been. He's been knocking at the door at for a few years. I'll John Dinks. Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you got it. You got it. Finally. Did he, I got to look him up. I don't know if anybody signed Danks. Um, but uh, yeah, Sale. I'll, I'll do Sale in Boston as the Cy Young pick. He's it, it's he's he's gonna win one sometime soon. So it might as, might as well. But he's when he's got this offense behind him as well. You know. So yeah, it's a good. That's a good choice. Yeah, uh, I'll go. Um, it's a yeah. The, he's a really good pick. I had thought about him, and then I went to kind of a safe pick. I picked Verlander. I just think he'll probably have another decent. Well, year. he's bounced back because he yeah. did look yeah. off. He yeah. looked he looked very mortal for a few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But you're that I like that pick because he he's having a resurgence. Yeah. You know he 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 it it, it looked like it might have. He might have, uh, you know, been been done with for a couple oh, of years yeah. there, and then now, now he's back. So I, I like that pick. He actually had I, more first place Cy Young votes last year, but he just lost the overall vote. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't realize that. They. That's crazy that the numbers can shake out like that, and you would lose. Yeah, Kate Upton was not happy. About it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, she like That's right. That she tweeted about, about it. it. It's yeah. important to remember that. Even if Justin Verlander loses, he's still a winner. He's winning right? life, isn't <laughs> he's he? Winning. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a tiny violin playing for that losing that side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. things are more important than than awards. Yeah, he got yeah. the Charlie Sheen Christmas card opened up. <laughs> winning. I think he's already got a couple Cy Youngs, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, Ricky, you can go next. Um, well, you know, I'm uh, at the risk of looking like the, the kid who's uh, peeking off of Gabe's paper. Uh, I'm going to match him on a Cy Young winner uh, again here. I, I'll pick Chris Sale. Um, I think that, um, again, it, 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 barring injury, he looks like a guy that uh, certainly you would think would win a Cy Young before he's done. He's out of Chicago. He's at his peak. And yep. uh, that's a very good team that they have there behind him. So uh, my pick this year is, is Chris Sale. I almost picked him last year uh, and didn't. And, it, you know, as it turns out, I wouldn't have been right anyway. But, uh, but, but he had a very good year. He's rock solid. He's crazy as, uh, you know, he's batshit crazy. 
Uh, he, yes. he, ruined, he ruined my throwback night last year. <laughs> specifically to see those collared 1970s jerseys. You you went to that game? I went to that game oh. specifically to see them wear those jerseys, and this dude cut them all up, as we know. And so oh. uh, I hold that I hold that shit against him, but uh, <laughs> I, can't de- I can't deny the uh, talent. So yeah. my pick is Chris Sale. Man, he's he, got the he's got the offense he finally needs, you know, or he's needed all yeah. these years behind him now. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, he'll thrive. He'll thrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's solid. I, I went with um, I'm, I'm hoping for a comeback uh, player as well as a Cy Young Award winner in you, Darvish. Um, yeah. Hoping he, he puts it all together. Uh, you know that Rangers could be pretty solid this year, and uh, he, you know, if he if he's obviously if he stays healthy. Uh, but come out there and 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 um, you know make it all come to fruition and and win that side that he looked like he was on the verge of winning just a couple yeah. of years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, good pick. Uh, it's yeah. intriguing. I like that. Yeah, he's he's Definitely one of my favorite. The ability. Definitely has the ability. I've loved his, I've loved his stuff since he was in Japan, and uh, I was yeah. I remember hoping that the Cubs would sign him when he was posted a few years ago and. You know he's had the arm, uh, you know he's had the arm problem, and now he's back, and it looks like he's all the way back. So he could be poised for a really big year. Yeah, Admittedly, I haven't followed the Rangers spring training at all, so for all I know, he's throwing like 78 to 80 miles per hour. <laughs> 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 but, but I'll take your word for it, Ricky, that, that he's looking strong. <laughs> yeah, my, my reports are good. Okay. Whatever that's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, just just one brief side note: uh, John Danks was referenced a few minutes ago. He he did get signed by the Braves, but they released him about 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 a week ago. So, oh. yeah. Well, All right. right. Anyway. It's not it's not going to open up SunTrust Stadium. <laughs> All right. So, so what do we get? We got MVPs now. MVPs. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Ricky, you're our guest, man. Start us off, man. Who's the who's the uh, um, let's go with the NL MVP first. Who, who do you think? AL MVP. Um, or, uh, yeah, we can do AL. Yeah, that works. Did you say, I'm sorry, I didn't catch which one you said. Doesn't matter. Yeah, AL's fine. Um, AL MVP. I'll, um, you know, again, Mike Trout is the guy that that award is going to run through probably for the foreseeable future. Uh, the problem is, is the Angels are so damn bad. Yeah. Uh, right? Even with right. him, that uh, yeah. it hurts him in the voting. Uh, you know, if you're on a team that wins. 75 games or, or something like that. So uh, I'm going to go with a player that I think is maybe not his equal uh, because who is, but uh, but a player that's very good and on a very good team and coming off of a, a an MVP caliber year, uh, I'm going to pick Mookie Betts to win MVP in the yeah. American team. Solid choice. He's Yeah, he's going to be sure. anchoring that lineup for years to come in Boston. Good deal. Gosh, you know, mine's boring, guys. I'm going to – Ricky. I, I swear to God, Ricky and I are cheating here. I also had bets, so I might as well <laughs> just uh, – just, yeah, I know, right? Uh, so, yeah, I'll just get mine, out of, the, yeah, get mine out of the way here. Yeah, I mean, he was very close last year. If I'm not mistaken, I think he finished second or third. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'll, uh, this is seems like his year, if any. So And also, I'm going to go ahead and put out a $100 bounty on anybody who can get a photo of Mookie and Dickie Betts together. <laughs> yes. Get it done to people out there. Get it done. Uh, I'm going to go um, 
you know, I, I don't follow, obviously, the American League as hard as I follow the National League. But I do feel like it's Trout's trophy to lose, really. And I feel bad that, you know, you wonder, like, does it ever take a toll sometimes mentally on players like Trout or, say, maybe um, McCutcheon or, hell, like Joey Votto. These guys have played on teams for years that consistently haven't been postseason contenders. Pittsburgh's, Pittsburgh's been all right. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. had years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all those teams have had years, but the last few years for each of those teams, not so much. Right. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, I'm, I think it's Trout's trophy to lose. So I'll oh, go Trout. with him. Yeah, he's right. pretty damn good. Oh, pretty yeah. Pretty damn good. <laughs> I'm going with another contender uh, down in Houston, Jose Altuve. Good choice. Uh, I he, thought about him. Yeah, he, was, I, he came yeah. close last year. I may have picked him last year as well. I forget, but I I think I I like to pick him every year. He's uh, he's a, he's a scrappy young player that I like to think is my doppelganger in some way. Nice, good right. deal. Yeah. Well, I guess moving on to the NL, um, you know, I'll start us off here. Um, a guy that I think has kind of been on the cusp of being an MVP, and I, I assume he's he's finished close. I don't I don't think he's won one. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with Nolan Arenado. Uh, as my uh, my MVP. No, he hasn't, he hasn't uh, won. Yeah. He hasn't won it yet? Okay, I assume he's, he's come close. Um, really exciting. Still only 25, by the yeah. way. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's just, he's great, man. I mean, I, I think we're living in, with him and Bryant in the NL, talk about, you know, uh, you know two of the best third basemen yeah. really yeah. ever, just playing yeah. in the same league, you yeah. know? I mean, those guys... And both so young still. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Manny uh, Machado and the AL. Manny Machado and the AL. Yeah, it's it's it, we're we're uh, it's this is a little bit of a golden era of third baseman. Uh, so the hot corner is really hot right now. And uh, yeah, I'll I'll say him. I think he's I think he's due. You know. Yeah. Um, certainly, I thought he leads about, him to the playoffs. Yeah. Right. Which I think yeah. they're on the cusp of being. We'll talk about this here in a little bit. I think of being yeah. a pretty good team. So uh, yeah, I'll go with him. I'll go with Arenado. I had when we initially did this i wrote his name down then kershaw then baez and then i crossed out baez and then i crossed out arenado and i left kershaw i think it could be one of those years just because we're going to talk about i think he could help pitch them to the playoffs yeah that good pick i I like the pitcher as the mvp pick it doesn't happen very often wait so kershaw wins the mvp but not the sigh it happens in your league wow wow all right i like it i like it (laughs) Didn't Dennis Eckersley win the American League MVP one year? He did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Clemens has won it before as well. Yeah, yeah he won in 86. Yeah. Okay. All right. I believe right. Verlander, uh, Verlander did so in the American League also. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's a, it's a rare bird, but I think it could happen with Curry. Did, did Eric Gagne win the MVP? <laughs> I think he did. I think he was, but he was like no, all juiced up. Or was no, he, no, I, he was I, just a reliever that won the side. I think won the side. I mean, R- yeah. Raleigh Fingers won the MVP uh, in, yeah. in '81, I believe, yeah. when he was with uh, the Brewers, which is uh, pretty crazy. We'll probably never see a relief pitcher win the MVP again. It's going to yeah. be hard for a relief pitcher to win the Cy Young Award, the uh, uh, Cy Young Award again, the way that people are getting a better handle on. Yeah. sabermetrics and things like that sure mm-hmm. but yeah starting pitcher could win the could win the mvp any given year he has a big year oh yeah definitely and they should yeah 
Cool. All right. Um, um, oh, we got two more. Uh, Ricky, who's your yeah. AL MVP? Or NL uh, MVP? NL. Yeah, my NL MVP, I'm, I'm going to be boring here. Uh, people have talked about Chris Bryant. They said, well, he was the minor league player of the year. He was the rookie of the year. He won the MVP award. Where is the, Where else is there to go? Yeah. Well, there isn't anywhere else to go other than <laughs> win the MVP award again. So uh, there's a lot of good candidates in the National League. Um, Rizzo is a good candidate, uh, you yeah. know, on the Cubs and, and, uh, certainly, uh, Bryce Harper could have a bounce back year. Arenado is a, is a terrific pick as well. There's a, there's a lot of guys that, uh, could stake a claim to, uh, having a legitimate MVP case, but I think if Chris Bryant stays healthy, he's got as good of a chance, uh, this year to put up the same kind of numbers he did last year. The Cubs are obviously going to be very good. So uh, my pick is for Chris Bryant to go back to back. Nice. nice. I, I think baseball's best player. You know, I, I really do. If I if I I was talking earlier, if I you know had a blank check and a pitcher taking Kershaw, I'd take Bryant. You know, if I if I I, I don't play fantasy baseball anymore, but I assume he's probably num- the number one player this year, even maybe above Trout and. You know, I mean, plus the fact that he's an infielder, uh, you know, makes it even better. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I, to, in my opinion, he's he's almost usurped Trout and uh, and Harper. You know, the two guys everybody was talking about just just a year ago. Which not to say those guys aren't great still, particularly Trout. Yeah. But, it, it's amazing that you know a lot of people, when faced with that much pressure and that much hype, crumble, and he hasn't at all. He, right. All he has right. done is perform, and yeah. you know I would have, I would have probably picked him, but I'm trying to not homer the Cubs too much. <laughs> but it's tough because I freaking love him. Come on, but uh, yeah, he's just he's the total package at the moment right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually I'm, I'm going to go out to the West Coast uh, for a an nice. MVP uh, contender last year in uh, Corey Seager of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Good call. Uh, I he's, like that. He's going to yeah. come through and he's get he's going to get the rookie of the year uh, in year one and the MVP in year two, following in Chris Bryant's footsteps okay. as he leads the Los Angeles Dodgers into the postseason, where they will likely right. flounder. Yeah, I would. Uh, I I'll uh, I'll say that he's my choice to finish second. Yeah, Bryant yeah. this year. I really do like that pick a lot. I thought about him. Uh, you know, in fact, Jonah Carey uh, just posted a piece on ESPN.com the other day where he was he was ranking uh, every player's relative trade value uh, based on their contract situation and their ability. And and Corey Seager was the guy that uh, he ranked first. I think Bryant was second. Hmm. Um, so uh, hmm. Seager's a tremendous player. He's an exciting player, and he very well could be the MVP. Yeah, that's yeah, a good call. I like that. That's a good pick. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's 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 get in. Let's get into the divisions here, guys. We're gonna do we're gonna do uh, just first place. You know, all the division winners, and then the wild cards, and then we'll we'll go into march into the playoffs and the series from there. Uh, no no use in spending time over uh, if the Brewers uh, finish ahead of the Reds or <laughs> vice versa, huh? So that's just. That's just the two teams there that I think are going to be worse than the White Sox. So I guess I can kind of kick them around a little bit. Um, all right. I was planning to break down the Brewers rotation for like five minutes. Today. <laughs> I can't do that now. Thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah, yeah. 
So you can just night. just right right after the Reds bullpen, yeah. okay? Uh, yeah, I had ten minutes on the uh, Twins farm system. I'll just scratch <laughs> that. All right, so uh, well, Ricky man, why don't you start? What do you guys want to do? Just uh, should we just do each each division at a time? Should we just do yeah, that? Well, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, well, I I had only had my LCS lined up, uh, but uh, oh. I, I can make up the rest as we go. Okay. Cool. All right. So uh, so yeah, division winners. You know what? Why don't we just start out in the NL Central since uh, we've got we've got two Cubs fans here, uh, guys. Is is it the Brewers' year? <laughs> um, this one probably goes without saying. Um, yeah, I, this, is, this is the most yeah. boring prediction yeah. ever. Well, we'll we just get this one out of the way and just go Cubs across two the board. Cubs. Yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah. I Hi raise jobs. my hand. As well. Everybody Yay. raise your hand. Yay. Okay. And I, Motion I passes. Thinking, I, I thought about it. I'm like, well, you know, this looks like a slam dunk. And I think it will be because, you know, Pittsburgh and St. Louis just they haven't really improved that much, yeah. you know, and, and they, they both, particularly Pittsburgh, I think, in their outfield still have some really exciting players. But I, those those two teams just don't have what it takes to get over that that hump, you know, so I I, I think the Cubs will win the division by shit at least 12 games, you know. <laughs> So, yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. You, it's probably not going to be very close. Uh, the Cardinals, you know, if anybody gives them a serious run, I I would probably pick St. Louis to do that. Pittsburgh has a pretty good team. Rotation is still a little young and uh, unproven. Um, you know, and, and uh, Ho Kang is uh, still in South Korea because he got hit with his I don't know how many DUIs that guy has at this point, but uh, oh yeah, right. He, he can't get in the country, so uh, so they've taken a little bit of a hit at third base. I think they're going to be playing David Freeze there to uh, to begin the year while that sorts out. So uh, yeah, it's not an exceptionally good division behind the Cubs. So yeah, I, I think the only drama is to set your over and under on how many games you think they win the division by. Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. All right, so should we? Uh, let's just do the NL first, and then we'll yeah. uh, we'll go to the AL. So, yeah. what about uh, what about the NL East? What do you guys think there? Um, anybody anybody wants to start? This was this was my toughest one because I oh, think yeah? it's going to come down between Washington and the Mets. Sure. And um, honestly, I flipped a coin and I ended up with Washington. <laughs> I, I I think yeah. it could go either way. I think they're both really good. I yeah. It was a tough call for me on this one. Yeah, they're 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 easily the best team on paper in this division, and I think next to the Cubs, probably the best team in the National League. Um, you know, you could give some votes to the Dodgers there as well, but I I, I picked them too. Um, I, I I think that uh, I, I'm not sure how they'll fare in the playoffs. You know, um, but uh, I I don't I I I think they'll they'll have a very strong regular season. So I'll pick them too. Ditto. Yeah, ditto. All right. Ditto? Really? What nice. do you got, man? Are you? Are you? You got, uh, you got Washington too. <laughs> so yeah, do I? Uh, I get to be a contrarian here. No, I'm not. I last year I agonized between Washington and the Mets, um, and went back and forth and and couldn't decide. Um, this year I'm going to take Washington, and uh, I feel pretty good about that pick. I think Bryce Harper bounces back this year. Uh, certainly I think he'll perform better than he did last year. They get a full year of Trey Turner this year. Um, And I think that uh, their rotation probably, while while maybe 
a bit less talented top to bottom, uh, you know, but they, they, they've got Scherzer. Strasburg is always a threat to, to have a big year. I think that their rotation is a better bet to stay healthy than the Mets. And that for me is, is probably a deciding factor. So yeah, I'll, t- I'll take the nationals also. Good deal. You know, one, one note before we move on out of this division, I was looking at it and, um, yeah, obviously, I didn't have to debate much other than the Mets and the uh, uh, the Nats. But some of these the, the other teams in this division are kind of headed in the right direction, I think. So I think in about a year, um, I think Atlanta and Philadelphia will be improved. And I don't know, Florida is a little bit of a wild card. I'm not really sure. But, uh, you know, this division could be next year, I think, pretty good because the Braves have a lot of young talent. Uh, not all of it's matriculated yet. And the Phillies have acquired some pieces as well. Um, you know, and they'll probably suck this year, but, um, you know, I, I think, in a, I think in a year, this division will be pretty good. So just, just, Bra- a, just a side note. Really, yeah. The Braves are really pointed in the right direction. They've got so much pitching. Oh uh, yeah. In the minor leagues and a lot of guys, they've got some, uh, uh, bats that are a little bit further away. Uh, sure. some of them. I think Ozzy Albies will probably be ready. Uh, mm-hmm. this year to join the lineup. And, and of course, you know, they'll have da- a full season, uh, hopefully of Dansby Swanson this year, but they're going in, they're going in the right direction as an organization. So I, I have to uh, agree with you on that. Right. So, yeah. All right. So uh, let's uh, go ahead and we'll move on to the, uh, we got the NL West. Okay. We got the NL West. Um, I'll start if I mean, I, I, I think it's the, I'll go with the Dodgers. So I, it, it, that wasn't a hard pick for me. Um, although all the, the Giants are good, uh, you know, Buster Posey certainly is still, uh, I think, far and away the best all-around catcher in baseball, uh, you know, uh, hitting-wise and defensively probably, too. Um, so, yeah, you know, but, um, I, you know, L- L.A. looks good. You know, like I, I mentioned earlier, uh, the offense is stacked. You know, their offense is going to be they're going to be hitting bombs. So yeah, they I, they were my pick as well this year. If there's the, a question the mark, if there's a question mark, I think after Kershaw, the quality of that rotation does drop off quite a bit. Oh, yeah. I'm not really entirely sure if Rich Hill is going to be keeping this this career renaissance thing going. No I don't no. I don't know. They've got Brandon McCarthy, who is just a perennial injury list guy, uh, and. Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, what's Did, the other guy's name? Uh, the, uh, Maida, right? Oh, Kinta uh, Maida. Yeah, Maida. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he looks good, but I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not totally sold on after Kershaw the Dodgers rotation. Yeah. But I think the offense will be strong enough to get him to win the division. So. Yeah, I agree. I picked him as well. I think yeah. he's going to be pitching him. You know, him and Seager, I think, are going to help get that team to the playoffs. Oh, also, on that note, Levi, they've got so much money and talent that they could pull off a trade midseason to get another pitcher if they needed to. Yeah. You know, so. Right. Yep. Yeah. Finally, Puig is traded. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, they could flip Puig, finally. Yeah. That's a real possibility. Talk about selling low, though. Anyway. Go ahead, Ricky. Um, well, you know, I'm going to continue the... Uh, uh, unanimity of our of our picks. I'll take the Dodgers as well. Uh, they're just so loaded uh, talent wise. I, I think that the the Cubs and, and the Nationals and the and the Dodgers are the class of the league. So uh, I'll I'll take the Dodgers. I I hear definitely what Gabe is saying about the rotation. Uh, Kershaw's a great anchor. I I do like uh, Maeda. 
as the number two guy. Rich Hill, anything could happen there, and, and a lot of the things that could happen are, are not good. I mean, the guy's got a long body of work. Um, if he stays healthy, then you know maybe he's able to put up a season that is you know, somewhat on the level of the season that he had last year, which was just uh, really an incredible year for him. Yeah. Uh, the back end, you're looking at guys like McCarthy, Casimir, Yunjin, Rue, Alex Wood is a guy that uh, might possibly do something at the back of that rotation. They've got a lot of options, uh, if nothing else. They need a couple of them to pan out. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll take the Dodgers. Uh, my sleeper team in the National League uh, is the Diamondbacks. Okay. Uh, I, I like the Diamondbacks better than most, uh, probably. I think that they're generally projected to be below 500. Um, what you said about Granke is is definitely true. His velocity's down, and, and he, he looks uh, not so good right now. But Robbie Ray and Taiwan Walker are some guys mm-hmm. that I think could have big years. So uh, they're a team to keep an eye on. But uh, I, So I want to mention that for uh, posterity, but uh, there's no way that I could pick anybody other than the Dodgers to win that division. I was high on Arizona last year, and it didn't pan out. Um, but that's not to say that it couldn't this year so it sounds I, like shelby miller's putting the shit together this spring yeah. Yeah, yeah that too that too it's it's one of those things where if if, if we weren't getting these uh negative reports on granky and his velocities he's having trouble hitting 90 uh this spring and so uh you know they're not getting their 34 million dollars worth uh, you know i can tell you that for sure he he might he might be their third or fourth best pitcher this year right uh, conceivably so if he you know, if you had a Granky anchoring that rotation on the same level that he was pitching at in, say, 2015, uh, I would I would feel a lot more confident about making a bolder prediction with the Diamondbacks. But uh, I'll I'll just go on the record saying I think they'll finish over 500 and they might work their way into the playoff race. I think Goldschmidt could be an MVP if they were better. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. He's, well, yeah, Goldie, they Goldie talk about it. Another guy who's like yep. toiled away on futile teams, you know what I yep. mean? Yep, yep. Yeah, that dude can hit. I'm, I'm going to take the Dodgers over the Giants in a one-game playoff at the end of the season. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the Giants right. are going to give them a run, but but the Dodgers are going to going to take it in the one-game playoff. So speaking of Brandon McCarthy, who's who's a, a great Twitter follower, uh, Ricky, does, does Brandon McCarthy follow uh, Super 70 Sports? You know, I'm not sure. I, I believe he's you retweeted should before okay. but i'm not sure i'm not sure if he's following me right now or not that's yeah. a good that's a good yeah. Yeah. Two, two great twitter f- follows for anybody who isn't on twitter yet is ricky and brandon mccarthy <laughs> he's, he's got baseball's like at least as displayed on twitter like baseball's best sense of humor like best baseball's he's smart know, yeah he's smart yeah he's articulate yeah he's, his wife he's, is actually pretty good on twitter too yeah, yeah, they, they, there's there was a profile in BuzzFeed a couple of years ago about both of them really, and it was it was a good read. Yeah, they're both pretty smart people. So, yeah. are we doing NL wild card? Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll just pick both of our wild cards now. Then, yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna give it to the Rockies. I think Gabe, nice. like Gabe said, I think they could have a season where they, I think they could put it together enough of a push to make the wild card. Well, the reason I like them, Levi, too, is one thing the Rockies have basically lacked since the franchise has been in existence since 93. They've never really had an ace pitcher. You know, they had a Baldo Jimenez. Mike Hampton. 
Yeah. David okay. Need. Right, no. The Need for Speed. But now they might have that guy in this John Gray. Um, I think that's his name, right? Gray. I know his last name's yeah. Gray. Uh, and they yeah. have a lot of good pitching prospects in their, they in their system. They yeah. have, I forget how many guys. They have They have quite a few guys that throw well above 90. Yeah, so they're on the cusp. If it's not this year, it's next year, you know. So yeah. So who do you you, you get two wild card picks, Levi? Who else you got? Oh shoot. Um. Well, I was just choosing them to win the wild card. I thought we were. Oh okay. I we can do that. Like that's fine divis- too. That's like fine divisional. Too. You know what I mean? You got the yeah, four that's teams fine. that'll go on to the. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, all right then. No, Levi, I'm going to need you to give me a score to the one game playoff. <laughs> and I'm going to need a, a winning and losing pitcher. <laughs> Weather that day was also cloudy, about 65. <laughs> so, I'll, who do you I'll, guys do? I'll go with the Giants. Um, I, 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 you know, I know I've talked up the Rockies. I've, I've got them just like, I predict like playing like they're in the playoff hunt until like the last week of the season, you know, building on momentum for 2018 where they have a shot at maybe even like winning the division in 2018. So, like, I, I I think they're close. They finish above 500. They build, you know, they build, uh, they build, build a really good case going forward. But uh, I'll go with the Giants as the wild card. Wild card winner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go for it, Ricky. Um, I, for the wild card, I've got, uh, I've got the Cardinals and the Mets uh, as the uh, two wild card uh, qualifiers. And I'll take the uh, Cardinals to move on to wow. the uh, semifinals right. in the uh, National League. Wow. All right. Feeling uh, feeling good about the cards uh, bouncing back from last year. Yeah, I feel pretty good about the Cardinals. They, uh, I'd feel better about the Cardinals if they hadn't lost uh, Alex Reyes. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, uh, solid team. Uh, they've got some guys... Uh, pitching that they could call up during the season that I think could, uh, could contribute. Um, I like their bullpen and, uh, I, I think that they're a solid club and, uh, you know, let's face it in the, in the NL central, they're, they're pretty much playing for the wild card. So, yeah. uh, I think that, I think they'll finish well back of the Cubs, but that it'll be enough to, uh, uh, get, get one of the wild cards and I'll, I'll pick them to advance. Okay. They they also seem to have a guy every year that just comes out of nowhere and yeah, like like right. last year it was Diaz, like I or think Freeze two, or yeah. yeah two years ago it was Stephen Piscotty two or three years ago yeah um, so they've always got one of those guys I'm sure there's some guy I've never heard of right now who will be a star by the end of the year on the and Cardinals, I'm gonna so. put I'm gonna put a thousand dollars on that he's scrappy and white right <laughs> he's a he's a Matt Carpenter type. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good, good, good guess. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna uh, take the Giants. Actually, uh, the, so the one game playoff between the Dodgers and the Giants is for either the the wild card or the division, and, and the Giants lose and get the wild card. Okay. Yes. All right. So what's uh, what, what do we got here now? We're uh, we'll do our LCS. You want to set up the LCS? Yeah, let's do it. All right, NLCS. In, in your right, winner. Yeah, Ricky, who do you got? NLCS, and then who goes to the series, man? Um, uh, NLCS, I have the uh, Nationals and the Cubs uh, battling it out for the uh, 
pennant, and I will take the Cubs to return to the World Series. I'm similar. I ended up, I think Kershaw and Seager could carry the Dodgers to the NLCS. I went Cubs and Dodgers, and I went Cubs to win and go on to the World Series. All right. Jonathan, go ahead. And probably the most unusual postseason ever, the, <laughs> the the Dodgers and the Giants face off again in the NLCS with the Dodgers okay. uh, winning in six. I think this is possible. I'd have to look it up, but I think this is possible that you can face a team in a one-game playoff and then face them again in the League Championship Series. And the Dodgers get the best of them both times. There you All go. right. Okay, cool. Giants heartbreaker. Right. Uh, you know, this one was tough for me, um, and it's not scientific. Um, <laughs> last year, I, I, I look at the Cubs, and like, guys, I'm happy for you, Ricky, Levi, but it almost didn't happen twice, right? Like, I mean, the Dodgers went down to the wire, and then the Indians, it went down to the wire. Um, that said, uh, gosh, I'm going to go with the Nationals um, over the Cubs in the uh, in the NLCS. And uh, again, that's nothing scientific about that pick <laughs> whatsoever. I uh, I just figure, I don't know, you know, maybe maybe the Cubs get too comfortable. I, I, I maybe it, I, I'll certainly say it goes to seven games. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be a great. I think it'll be it'll go down as one of the best NLCS when I look at those two rotations facing off. Uh, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll go with I'll go with the Nats. Cool. Wow. Yeah, right. why not? Yeah. So if to that recap, happens, that... I, would be, I would be very happy for Dusty Baker if that happens. Sure. I would like to see. I would. Uh, I told him last year when I interviewed him for the book. I said, you know, if the Cubs can't win, I, I'm pulling for you guys, and um, so I, I'm kind of going with that. So if the Cubs can't win the National League, I hope you're right. All right. So Cubs, so what, what's Cubs that, what's Dodgers. That, what's that leave us with? Two Cubs, yeah. Dodgers, and, and the Nats. Nats? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Good deal. All, All right. right. American League. All right, American League. Let's do it. Take it home. All right, Levi, go ahead and start us off, man. Let's start off in the AL Central. Who uh, who, who do you got? I I think this is one of the no-brainers. I went with Cleveland. Sure. Um, I think they're basically in the same position the Cubs are in. I think – they're if they can sustain their their playing, you know, I think they can they could be as good as they were last year. And on that note, they, they didn't mess around this off season. You know, I mean they they lost and they took it to heart and they went out. They they got Encarnacion. Yeah. Uh, who else did they get? They got they got somebody else too. I think. Um, I don't know if they got another pitcher, they, but they've yeah. got Michael Brantley back, which right, yeah, right, right. yeah, signing yeah. a good free. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, I, well, anybody else? I Cleveland, I, Cleveland. I picked as well. So yeah. All right. Cross the board. Okay. Yeah. That that, like I said, in, in the AL to me, that was the only no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. That that one was pretty easy. Um, uh, and I, I think the Royals will, will be good this year, but not good enough. So, um, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, pretty easy. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, uh, AL East then uh which i think this is now might be baseball's best division now this was uh, my toughest AL yeah pick. I, I look at four of these teams could make the playoffs 
And I think Tampa Bay, I didn't know anything about him other than, you know, uh, uh, what's his nuts, Archer and uh, Longoria. But I looked at the lineup. I'm like, huh, it's kind of intriguing. Um, so uh, and then uh, they've got uh, there's another pitcher as well that uh, escapes and the name escapes me at the moment, who's pretty good. So I don't know, you know, all all five teams I think could could will we'll finish above 500, maybe with the Rays kind of flirting with it. So, yeah, interesting one. Levi, go ahead, man. Who, who did you pick though? Um, you know, I think this is a toss up. Um, I had them. I bounced them back and forth between the AL East and the AL Wild Card. Um, I ended up giving the division to Toronto. Okay. Still and liking then, the Jays, huh? All right, all right. I, I think they're, they seem like they're the Cardinals of the American League. They seem like they're pretty consistent the last few years. And so I think they have a, a strong enough team. I It was between them and Boston, and I, as you'll see later, will give Boston the wild card. So, but well, um, Blue Jays will hit a lot of home runs, that's for sure. Yeah. And they'll throw a lot of beers on the field. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh. French Canadians. No. All right, so Toronto. No, it's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toronto. Okay. All right, Ricky. Who do you got, man? Who's uh, who's who's the beast of the East? Um, I yeah, I I think that Toronto's very good. Uh, I think that they're a very solid uh, lineup. I, I love their rotation, but I'm going to go with Boston. Um, top to bottom, that that lineup is is deadly. I think they've got the probable AL rookie of the year uh in Andrew uh, Benintendi mm-hmm. in left field they're they're so solid even you know even taking Poppy's bat out of that lineup they're they're very good pa- Pablo Sandoval showed up in good shape this year I don't know if you guys have seen the photos of him uh-huh. but, no I'm gonna google uh, it right now though <laughs> if this guy can show up in shape then maybe it maybe that's the omen that it's your year uh uh, I already picked Mookie Betts to to win the MVP and Chris Sale to be the Cy Young. Uh, the concern I think with Boston right now is is David Price. Uh, you know he had a, a an arm issue there. Uh, there's uh, no surgery at the moment, but there's also no timetable for him to start throwing yeah. again. Uh, the the most recent uh, piece of news that I read. So um, certainly a lot of their fortunes may hinge on. Uh, that left arm of David Price, but uh, even with that making me want to hedge just a little bit, um, I'm going to pick Boston to take the uh, East. Yeah, I, I agree with you too. And, and even uh, Rick Porcello may even uh, uh, regress a little bit and not be, you know, in Cy Young contention. But just having Sale, and then even if Price is only there for like, you know, if they wait until after the All Star break to bring him back. Uh, that's mm-hmm. still a pretty uh, formidable uh, rotation, uh, Pomerantz, and and, um, and yeah, the, the lineup is solid. Oh yeah, man, Betts, Bogarts, um, uh, gosh, who else? Bradley, right? I yep. mean, yeah, yeah, and uh, Ramirez still looks okay, you know. So yeah, yeah, they'll they'll be tough. Um, I picked them as well. Excuse me. Um, for all the reasons that have already been cited, you know, um, and it pains me to compliment this evil franchise, but I kind of like the direction the Yankees have taken. Me too. Like by, by going young, I don't want to give them any compliments cause I hate the team. Um, but, um, I wouldn't be shocked if they got one of the wild cards. Um, 
and and next year I think they'll be really good. Um, so yeah, I, I don't like the Yankees, but I really like the direction they've taken, and um, it's an intriguing lineup. And obviously, you know, I'll, I, I have a lot of respect for Joe Girardi, so um, I, I think he can. You know, it's a ball of clay in his hands, and I think he can he can mold it pretty well. So uh, yeah, they're the Yankees really intrigue me. Um, uh, yeah, you know, Levi said Toronto. Um, I, maybe um, I, I think this is probably we're getting close to the last hurrah with the core group of guys they've had in place for a few years. Uh, you know, they already lost Encarnacion. Shit, Bautista uh, almost didn't come back. Bautista almost didn't come back. So I'm not. I'm not totally sold on them um, this year, so uh, I'll, I'll, but I'll take Boston. Kelly Gruber is still raking though for him, so he, right, right. Yeah, uh, all right. So what do we got now? Uh, let's do uh, AL Central, right? Uh, or no, we already did AL Central. I'm sorry, AL, AL West. West. Yeah. All right. Okay. Anybody? Uh, uh, it's it's I think I think it's a, a Texas team's division to lose, I would argue. Um, that said, I'll, I'll go with the Rangers. Um, I think this is probably baseball's second best division um, because I the Mariners kind of could you know kind of be a bounce back team. I've a lot of prognosticators that I've read over the last few days have said that they like Seattle, um, you know, kind of getting back into the hunt this year after after a couple of years where they didn't fare as well as people predicted, even though last year they almost made the playoffs. Um, and the Oakland A's have a bunch of pitchers that I've never heard of, which tells me that like those guys are going to be good in a year. You know, I mean, basically, basically we're going on like 20 years now of like the A's having young pitchers that come out of nowhere, you know, and I haven't other than Sonny Gray. I don't know who any of these guys are, but they might be okay. And I think the Angels got like kind of a few complimentary pieces like Danny Espinosa that might make them a little bit better than they were last year. So I don't really see any team in this division just being god awful. Um, you know, the, the A's and the Angels probably, you know, won't won't really put up much of a fight in terms of a playoff push, but they might not be as bad as people expect. But I'll go with the Rangers uh, with the Astros being close behind. Yeah, I. I think this is kind of the Astros division to lose. Okay. Um, they, yeah, this is also what, like, the year Sports Illustrated predicted them to win it all, too, I think, right? right? Oh, yeah. a couple years ago they did. They yeah. ran the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they were ahead of schedule, you know, the Astros. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's their division to lose. So I'm going to put my money on them. Still got a lot of talent in that pitching staff, too. You know, they got to keep those guys healthy. But, you know, they've got, like, what, like six, six quality starters, something like that. So, right. Well, yeah. there's, there's talent there, but it's a little shaky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Inconsistent. Yeah. All right, ahead, so Rangers, Astros, yeah. Yes. You know, this this division was the uh, probably the toughest one for me because, uh, again, I, I think that Rangers and Astros are so evenly matched. That I kind of went back and forth. Last year it was the Nationals and the Mets for me in the NL East. This year yeah. it was it was the Astros and the Rangers um, in the AL West. And ultimately, uh, I I'm going to go with Houston to uh, take that division by the by the skin of their teeth over their uh, uh, counterparts there uh, in Texas. So 
Uh, I'll take the Astros, uh, but uh, I, you know, I think the Rangers are a, a terrific team as well. Yeah, ditto on the on the Astros. I'm I'm picking them to uh, be the sacrificial lamb that bows out in the first round of the playoffs. Um, you know, incidentally, I was reading Sports Illustrated's uh, scouts' take on the Astros, and uh, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, the scout said uh, Dallas Keuchel, um, he doesn't have Cy Young stuff. He's never had dominating stuff. And I thought this is factually incorrect because Dallas Keuchel has won a Cy Young award. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> By definition, <laughs> he has Cy Young stuff. Technically exactly. speaking, he actually has a Cy Young award. Sir. You can look at the trophy so, on his mantle. And that would imply status. dominant stuff. <laughs> Listen, I remember that the uh, the esteemed Mr. Estel uh, picked Colin McHugh as his... Uh, no, I'm not letting you off the hook for that one. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> Last year is his Cy Young. So, but He's feeling you feisty that night. <laughs> um, but, I'll, but I'll tell you what. Uh, Houston is uh, – I, I, I love their lineup. Both of those teams are going to score a lot of runs. Yep. Uh, and in both of those teams, uh, you know, particularly – I don't know if Houston has anybody that's as good as, as Cole Hamels. But, uh, you know, I'm hearing good things about Charlie Morton. Of all people, oh, okay. yep. uh, so uh, you know he's a guy to keep an eye on this this year. But uh, again, uh, I think it's going to be razor razor thin over there. Uh, the, the Mariners could the Mariners could possibly put up uh, some kind of resistance. Um, I, I don't I don't see the uh, the Angels or A's being any kind of factor. Ricky, have you been to both of those parks, uh, Houston and Texas? I have, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I've I've been down to uh, to Arlington uh, the last two summers, and I was in Houston a couple of summers ago. So uh, the you know and, they, and they're building and they're putting in a new park in in uh, in, in Arlington for like oh, yeah. 2020, I think. Uh, I really like. Uh, I think it's Globe Life Park. Sometimes I get my corporate mm-hmm. sponsors. Uh, <laughs> because those parks never Life change park. names. Really nice yeah, park. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had the uh, I had the pleasure last summer of. Uh, taken in a game down there with uh, with Ellis Valentine, uh, nice. you know, nice. a, a former all-star player and a former former Ranger at the end of his career. But uh, terrific ballpark, uh, terrific uh, lineup that they put together, and I wouldn't be surprised if they won the division. I, but I'm going to stop talking about it before I talk myself out, <laughs> the, uh, talk myself out of the Astros. Okay, I'm going to stick with the Astros. I'm not going to waffle. That Arlington Park's not even 25 years old. It opened, I think, in 94 or 95, something like that. Yeah. 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 You know, just like Turner Field, I, uh, you know, you were talking about SunTrust earlier, and uh, Turner Field lasted, what, 20, 20, 20 seasons maybe? Um, yeah. You know, so these, these parks don't have the shelf life uh, that, they, that they used to. There's always something bigger and better, uh, you know, around the corner. Somebody's trying to outdo each other with luxury boxes, I guess. Well, so uh, yeah. yeah, well, because I need to get a haircut at the baseball game, and I'd like to have a lobster while I'm there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it does get hot. I mean, I, you know, it's one of those things where uh, I was actually talking to Ellis about that last year. I said, you know, how do you feel about this fact that they're going to tear this thing down and and put in a new ballpark? Because I really like it. My position as a guy that's you know, just been down there on vacation a couple of times is this is one of the nicer parks uh, in the big leagues, at least that I've been to. And he said, no, he says they need to do it. It gets too hot. So 
I guess maybe if you were a season ticket holder or, you know, you went to 10 or 20 Rangers games a year, maybe you would, maybe you'd be more inclined to see the, the benefits of a new ballpark. But Oh, is so, it going to be, is it going to have a dumb. roof, I assume? Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a retractable roof, as I understand it. Similar Bumping the to, AC through that thing, too, huh? Yeah, similar yeah. to what they have in Houston. And, okay. you know, again, uh, <laughs> There's a reason that, that you know that Houston built the Astrodome. I mean, you know, it's Houston in the middle of the summer is uh, you know it's bad news with the, oh, with yeah. the humidity. But Dallas not quite as bad. But it's I don't know. It's sad for me. I mean, it's it's not like the parks of my childhood. It's hard for me to be nostalgic about Globe Life sure. Park. Like, oh, do you remember that? Do you remember that? Pete Cavilia home run, 1998 or whatever. You know, I but. But still, kind of sad to, to, to see an old school ballpark, uh, you know, go down the tubes like that because it kind of has that vibe of an older park, and it's no longer going to be with us. Yeah. Are they? They're putting it in the same spot, Ricky. The the park, um, like across my, the street or something. My uh, understanding is that it may. I'm not entirely sure. I think the city of Dallas, you know, there there was some leverage that was going on that they were going to move out of Arlington. Oh, wow. Uh, so I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I think it's going to stay in Arlington. I believe the leverage that was used is, Hey, if you don't, if you don't go along with this, okay. you know, we're, we're going to relocate out of Arlington in, into a different neighborhood. Isn't it in okay. the same vicinity as the Cowboys stadium, AT&T? Yeah, it is. They're just, they're, uh, you know, they're like a few hundred yards apart across the parking lot. Okay. I can tell you this: they're close. They're they're further apart than they look, because I attempted to walk to uh, <laughs> with my wife last summer after leaving a Rangers game, and uh, you know it was one of those. It was like remember the old Bugs Bunny cartoons where he's walking along in the desert and he goes <laughs> over and he's hallucinating. And, you know, see the oasis. <laughs> yeah, I would see Ricky's like Ricky's like, honey, I'm oh gotta see him at Smith. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so they're they're close, but they're not as close as they look. But uh, yeah, they're they're uh they're, they're you know it's a stone's throw away, as they say. <laughs> right on. <laughs> so American League wild cards, right? We got to yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, if I'm gonna pick two, like we were saying, I think it's probably between the Rangers and Boston. Beans, I didn't pick Boston to win the division. And I'm going to give it to Boston to win. All right. Um, I chose for my two wild card picks, um, I chose the Astros and the Royals. Um, and, uh, you know, I haven't, haven't talked a lot about KC tonight. Um, whereas I think this is probably the last hurrah with the core of that World Series team. Um so those two World Series teams, I should say. So, uh, but I'll take I'll take. Unfortunately, Jonathan, the the Royals losing that wild card game, and uh, I'll go with the Astros as my wild card pick that moves on to the ALDS. Well, that that's more generous than what I'm giving the Royals because I'm not okay. letting them make the playoffs uh, with yeah. that rotation. Uh, you know, aside from Danny Duffy, I think it's it's a little rough around the edges. Uh, so I'm going to take. Uh, uh, I'm going to take the Rangers and the Yankees. The Yankees over the Rangers in the wild card. All right. Yankees All right. over the – okay. All right. I like it. I like I like the Yankees pick. Okay. All right. 
Um, uh, I've got the Rangers. I've got the Rangers taking the uh, wild card uh, game over the Blue Jays. Okay. So, I'll, I'll put the I'll put the Rangers uh, in the uh, in the semifinal round there in the American League. Yeah. One one thing you know we were talking about um, Cy Young picks earlier. A guy that nobody mentioned that probably I think is very capable of winning a Cy Young is Marcus Stroman. I, I think uh, that we, nobody mentioned him, but he he could be uh, he could I think he's a Cy Young contender this year. So sure, yeah. I agree. Okay, ALCS. What's it gonna be? Who's up? I'll go. I, yeah, go for uh, it. I'm I I really like the Red Sox again, and maybe this is my former homerism still kind of peeking through, uh, and. Uh, uh, so I, I I like the Red Sox over the Indians. Oh, I'm sorry, the Cleveland Spiders over the Cleveland Spiders, and uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, Cle- Cleveland uh, kind of misses their chance again. And that that Boston rotation on the lineup is is just a bit much. I think Cleveland's rotation, uh, you know, just too many innings last year. Uh, Corey Kluber, whew, he 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 might hit a wall at some point. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh, I ended up just giving it to Cleveland. I had Cleveland and Boston in the ALCS, and I end up giving Cleveland the World Series shot. So I have a World Series repeat for those yeah. following at home. Oh. All right. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Boston over Texas is my ALCS. Um, you know, I like the Rangers this year. I, I, I really do. But um, I think for reasons that Jonathan cited uh, – you know, I, I think Boston's the team to beat in the American League this year. You know, they were good last year, and they only got better in the off season. Um, so, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, it, it, I'll go with Boston over Texas. Um, I, I like Cleveland to get to the ALCS. Um, essentially, as, as you were saying, there no real losses that they've suffered uh, talent-wise right. since last year, and. And they've got a couple of uh, interesting uh, pieces this year that they didn't have last year. It's tough to repeat, of course, but I'll I'll pick them to go to the ALCS where where I think that they'll face Boston, and I am uh, going to pick a uh, World Series matchup that would make uh, Fox very very happy <laughs> of uh, the Red Sox against the Cubs. Yeah, that's a ratings bonanza there. Um, so yeah, so what do we got? We have, uh, what, three Bostons and a Cleveland, right? Is that what we've got? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Well, guys, here, here's, here's the moment of truth. Uh, what, what do we got boys? Uh, do we, do we, I, I assume, uh, there's some Cubs fans. I know there's a couple <laughs> Cubs fans here. What, what, what are we going? Levi, it only takes six this year. Only takes it only six. Takes six. All right. So taking Cubs care of the six. same team so in one Cubs game. over right. over the uh, Indians in six. Yep. All right. All right, uh, Ricky. What do you think, man? Um, I uh, will. I will predict that the World Series goes six games a- as well, and I will also predict that the Cubs make it back to back World Championships. All right. Cool. Wow. All right. Wow. I'll, I'll go. Uh, I think uh, I, I think that the, the Red Sox against the Dodgers talk about another ratings bonanza. Uh, oh, yeah. The 
Uh, I like the Red Sox over the Dodgers at, in five. And again, uh, I love you, Clayton. I really do. But uh, uh, I think you can only win one game in that series. Uh, and then the bullpen coughs it up in that second start that, that you make. Uh, so, yeah, Red Sox over the Dodgers in five. Red Sox over L.A. Okay. Um, I'm... You know, there's there's not a lot to cheer about in Washington right now, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with um, uh, I, I'm gonna go with the Nats. Um, I, you know, it's it's a team that I've always thought was capable of winning it, basically like ever since we started this podcast three years ago. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go with this as their year, and like I said, I don't really have much science behind that. Um, I mean, they're they're good. You know, their rotation's good and their offense is good. Um, you know, they could they could they could make a trade, you know. I mean, I, I always think about that as well. You know, like who's got the talent to make a trade. They're gonna they get could. Quintana, Jose Quintana. They could. They could easily get Quintana, yeah. Um so hopefully they'll be giving us somebody good. Um so yeah. Um I'll go with the Nats over Boston. I think it'll go to seven games. So uh I'll 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 go with uh Washington over the Red Sox. I like it. And that's that's yeah. it, guys. So what do we got? We got uh, two Cubs, right? A two Boston, Cubs, Red a Sox. Red Sox, and a Nats. Okay, I like it, guys. Good deal. Good deal. Well, Ricky, always a good time, my friend. Man, you guys are the best. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I was I was thinking about this uh, from the time that you asked me to come on, and remembering how much fun we had doing it last year, and and, and looking forward to this, and. Uh, you guys never disappoint, man. You guys are absolutely the best. It was a pleasure to be on and hear what you guys had to say, and I'm looking forward to a good baseball season. Likewise, my man. Um, and also, everybody, check out Ricky at, at Super 70 Sports. They also got a, a podcast, Super 70 Sports, which I assume you can probably find on iTunes and uh, and uh, all the all the, your favorite podcasting apps. So please check that out. He's had some great guests. And we look forward to the book, Ricky. We're really excited. So, uh, yeah, keep up the good work, man. Yeah. At some point, I've been talking about this book for long enough that uh, you know people are going to start wondering if I'm really uh, writing a book if I don't uh, <laughs> get it out. You're compiling enough stuff for multiple volumes, right? I, yeah. you know, actually, I am. I, I was telling somebody the other day that the problem, in some respects, is going to be deciding which book I have here and which book uh, you know I you know stash away and. Uh, because I do think I've got enough material for probably two or three at this point, which is a good problem to have. But definitely, uh, I need to focus and make sure that I get the first book because without that one, uh, yep, you know, right. it's it's hard to uh, you know uh, start a, a an empire. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, we we look forward to to volume definitely. one as much as we do volume twenty eight, Ricky. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, so good deal. And uh, everybody, you can find us at rockchew.com. You can find every single episode of Rock and Rock and roll Shinsu Chu there. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rock N Chu. That's N as in Phil Necro, who will be featured in Ricky's book. Um, and uh, like us on Facebook. Tell all your friends. Please give us a like on iTunes as well. And until next time, hey guys, next week, happy opening day. Enjoy. Mm-hmm.